in a dirty field. Yeah. Where he just he lights his hockey gear on fire. He sits in front of it, like th- looking all cool with his jacket on and his his BMW in the background. <laughs> I hope I never took a picture of that embarrassing in my life, and I got some doozies. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, I want to welcome you back to another episode of Hoser's Panel. I'm one of your hosts, Tyler Krokman, I'm here with Mike Potter, and it's just going to be the two boys this week, Uh, episode 37 coming at you, but uh, hockey's rolling, no Taylor this week, he'll be back with us next week of course, couldn't make it this time, but we got some more news for you, another week of hockey rolling out, how you doing Mike? Doing good man, it's the uh, first week of hockey's in the books, and you know, it's it's always that time where you, you start watching every single game. It's you know, Arizona Buffalo first game on Saturday. And if it's a if it's middle of January, you know, I'm, there's no chance I'm watching it. But <laughs> for whatever reason, <laughs> first week of the season, I had it on, and uh, I wasted three hours of my life. But you know, I had it on. <laughs> yeah, you were there. You were there for it for sure. It's nice nice seeing it on all the time. The scheduling is is it seems as weird as it was last <laughs> last season sometimes. Yeah, but it's nice, man. It's good to have hockey on for sure. Yeah, I mean, we we had Seattle join the league this week, and instantly they had a uh, you know controversial uh, play go against them, and that's basically a classic welcome to the NHL moment. You know, oh Chan- yeah, <laughs> they go down. I think it was four one to Vegas, and they're in their very first game in Vegas, and it was four nothing, and they came back to make it to make it three three. Or yeah, it must be three one. I think yeah. I think it was I think it was three nothing, and yeah. then they rallied back to actually make it three three. three, three. And then and it was immediately Stevenson. answered with yeah. a four three goal, and then um, and the, the Stevenson was was the the kick in the yeah, and he yeah for whatever reason he kicks it in but didn't kick it in, and. Uh, <laughs> Everybody, even even Knights fans, were like, "Yeah, it's not a goal." Like, <laughs> it was, it was, a, yeah. I, I, you could see how surprised Stevenson was, like trying yeah. to be cool, but like, it was like, "Holy!" Like, you just looked at everybody with this smirk, like I got, <laughs> I got away with that one. Yeah. But um, this one had, had all the. This is gonna be a good little rivalry, I think. Like I, obviously, everybody saw this one coming, but um, Vegas was up to their old, their old tricks. Uh, had this crazy. This crazy ice show with like this this night like burning a crack and yeah. into the ice and sinking it looked all crazy and like they captured a bunch of eyes and I'm sure fan, the young fans with that one too so they're doing their old thing and, and to win like that in dramatic fashion at the end after almost a comeback too uh Kraken got buzzing there for a bit though they they had him on their heels and and I did I do think like it, each team looked very shaky half of yeah. the game for sure like I mean we talked in the prediction show like a lot of people are gonna think Seattle's really bad and. Uh, we kind of had, the, I think we all had them second, maybe third in, in their interpretations. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, if they can stand up to Vegas like that, that that's that's only positive. It's like they lost the game, but it was a great comeback. And, mm-hmm. uh, Got a point. Uh, yeah, only positives. No, they didn't get a point. No, they didn't Sorry. get a point. No. Sorry, pardon me. Uh, but only positives mm-hmm. I think you can take out of that. Uh, Ryan Donato scores the first ever goal for the Seattle yes. Kraken. That was awesome. Um, and then two days later, they get their first ever win. They beat Nashville in Nashville. And did you see the tweet by the... Uh... I did the one the, the Vegas one that, Golden Knights. Was yeah, like, act, act like you scored like, a goal before or something like that. <laughs> and Seattle instantly replies with, uh, "Oh, you guys, the, the fun police of a ride or something like that." Yeah, it's a weird take for Vegas because they've always had like the most oh, electric yeah. social media and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, so weird, weird go at it there. Uh, but it's yeah, it's been. I mean, after those two games, it's been a little odd for for Seattle. Like they lost two one in OT against Columbus, which Columbus isn't supposed to be that great. No. Um, but I mean, another, they got a point out of it and then they got steamrolled by the Flyers tonight. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Bad one to the Flyers tonight. Uh, Hart looked good, had a crazy big save. And it seemed like right after that save, um, that team really rallied and the crowd went crazy and they never let their foot off the gas pedal. One, what was this? Six, one, six, one. Yeah. Yeah. Nasty. Uh, the biggest question mark, oddly enough, seems to be the goaltending right now for the Seattle Kraken. Yeah, it's uh, a little shaky. Yeah, Guerrero's been pretty shaky, which is it's the rebound control is just like it's, it's just the number one thing right away. Been, All these, yeah, it has not been good. They're flying out usually right to the guy. Like it's kind of crazy. <clears throat> um, I also don't think the defense looks that good either. Man, I didn't think he was a great one, but uh, I got I cannot stop watching six uh, Alexiak. I know he's a big mm. guy and not like yeah. the strongest skater and all that, but holy cow, dude. He does not look like he does a lot out there. I see a lot of watching. It's it's pretty ske- sketchy. Uh, who are they? Yeah, when they were playing Philly today, I couldn't believe how how much like the D was just kind of standing around the net. It looked like Vancouver last year. I was just like they're just like inactive. 
Yeah, that's the thing with the, these big guys. Like they get hyped, they get big contracts, and it's like sometimes they're good, but it's uh, it's. What was yeah. his contract? Do you know off the top? Because I thought it was a bit up there, but yeah, he now just, he's scaring me. He signed an extension with, um, with Seattle for around I think it was like four by three and a half or something like that. Okay, not crazy. Nothing crazy, but like yeah, a good, good chunk of money. A good chunk, yeah. Um, but I think the the weirdest thing for me about Seattle so far is they Go haven't on. given Drieger a start in four games. Nope. Played a little bit tonight, but he came in, I think, four or five goals in. Yeah, five goals in, and he came in, made six saves. Um, but Grubauer's at an 867 save percentage and a 401 goals against. So. You know what's weird? I, I, like, I bet you, I mean, we all had to know any, any money you'd bet that Drieger was the starter until that other contract happened yeah. to work out. Uh, so that it's an awkward situation, but it, it makes it, you, you know, they had to give him the, 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 the start. Like they had to let him keep the six by six. You have to see what that does. But like, where do you go from there? Like, what do you do if that's just the, cause it, you know, what's weird as you've been this today, like even when we were talking about Grubauer last year, he was the, he was the question mark for Colorado and we knew yeah. that he was what they needed, but not if it was, if he was what they, what they like, what they needed, <laughs> yeah. and, um, if he could do it. And he kind of proved that he could. But he was on a fucking unit of a team, and now it's like he's taking on a way a way bigger bite, and like the money's great and everything, the deal's great. But I kind of don't. Even, it's, it's just like the Markstrom deal. It's like you got to put up for that contract, otherwise you're gonna go somewhere. Or yeah, something, something's gonna happen. He's a, he's a good goalie, but he's not upper echelon. He doesn't get all the saves. Like I mean, even in the first Colorado game, like they were smoking Chicago, and and Kemper makes two quick breakaway saves on Doc and. Then they go down and score again, and it's now 4-1 instead of it being like a 3-2 game. And those are the things that Grubauer just didn't give them last year. Yeah. When when they really needed it, and they've been pouring shots out, when it's like 15-2 to two in shots, and then the other team comes down and scores, and it just absolutely deflates them to make it like a 1-1 game. Kemper has been making those saves, which is nice. Um, I still think, I mean, with Seattle, they got 25 new guys trying to learn the same system. True. So it's going to be, it's going to take us a bit of time. Um, I'm not too too worried about their defense, but yeah, for it, it's weird because like Drieger was such the like bona fide starter. He was at the expansion draft and like all these things, and obviously you get Grubauer if you can get him. I thought the money but, like, that they saved alone was like just on having a good goalie and yeah. But the fact that he was your starter before you signed this guy, and then yeah. you don't even give him one of the first four games to start is confusing at least like i agree it's not like you're going through a crazy hot stretch and you know you got philly columbus and nashville to to give him a game and like give grubauer your home opener which makes sense um whenever that happens they're, they're still on the road for i don't know how long until the 23rd they're still on the road it's the five days yep so you got to expect grubauer to start that game because he's their starting goalies usually they start the home opener which means Drieger, I guess, only plays against the Devils next, but if Grubauer plays the Devils, then it's going to be Grubauer for the first six games, which is wild that you had this guy pegged as your starter and then doesn't get anything in the first I, handful I of like, games. How do, like, how do you be upset about it? But how do you not? How do you be? How do you not be upset about it? Yeah. If I was Drieger, like you, especially def, if, especially if, if this guy doesn't play well too. Like, exactly. No one wants to be that guy, but it's like, man, like they're paying you twice what they're paying me. They told me I was the guy. And like now, I gotta come in and pretty much bail you out. And like, and I don't know. Now we're paying you double my my salary almost. Like, yeah. Like if Grubauer was like say two and two with a one shutout and a nine ten save percentage or something around league average, then it's like okay, it makes a bit more sense. But he has not really looked good in any game. And there's just more variables. Like to me, he's had one solid solid season, and it was on a like absolutely stacked Colorado Avalanche yeah. team. The rest of them have had have had injury problems or, like, bad games or, like, we've always wondered about this guy. So, to me, that one season under that team doesn't really – doesn't do it when you're going to what you're going to. When you're going yeah. to an offense like you're going to. It's – like, the offense difference is, like, holy shit. And even to give Drieger, like, a bit of comfortability in, in their systems and the defense to get comfortable with Drieger in that, it just, you know, just adds a little bit of help. But um, just a, a point for what before did before, Alexiak is on a five-year, $4.6 million contract. Thank you. So, yeah, 4.6. So, yeah, yeah they're kind of up there. Pretty Yeah, pretty high for a defenseman who really doesn't um, bring any offense. No. Can we but, talk about, uh, we want to jump to something else? Yeah, we can jump to, uh, 
I mean, another first, or not really first, but what brought back uh, ESPN came back to, to hosting NHL games, and TNT uh, also released their first couple broadcasts, and I was impressed with both. I thought they both brought different elements and, you know, an extra little bit of, I don't know, excitement to the game. Um, TNT had a nice couple of graphics that they threw in. Um, they had players mic'd up, which was cool. Like they had Flurry mic'd up for uh, their home opener or their season opener against Colorado. And, you know, Flurry's just laughing when Makar like, hits the bar and it goes out the other side and yelling at the boys on the bench. Like it's just like who else would you want to mic up besides Flurry? Yeah. And then they also had uh, who was the other one they had? Um, oh, they had Ovechkin mic'd up. Nice. And, uh, he was talking to Reeves at a at a faceoff dot. That was pretty cool. They're just <laughs> Reeves gets bring it brought in to basically beat the shit out of Ovechkin's teammate, and they're just talking about how we both had good summers. Like <laughs> that's awesome. Like it's just cool little things that you know it just helps grow the game and it just brings more excitement. And then yeah, ESPN as well. Um, but I mean yeah, great one. You got the Gretzky on the uh, <laughs> on the intermission show going bar down on Charles on Barkley. Charles Barkley, <laughs> too funny man. <laughs> Oh, yeah, like just everything I'm seeing, I can't believe I'm seeing at that point. And, yeah, dude, I like it. They brought in a good amount of star power. It's so nicely different. It's so nicely yeah. fresh. Like, wow. It's a nice new look. Exactly. I mean, yeah, it's great. It's it's uh, They're both bringing their own little, little touches and just making the game. I mean, the game of hockey is great, but it's just like they, they can bring in their extra little avenues of excitement and you know their own personalities and stuff like that and the change is nice the personality yeah. is nice that's what, what really does it because like, get off NB- the script a little yeah nbc was pretty oh straight and narrow it was like a camera right it was just yeah. like they're just going to record the games and there wasn't much else beside that yeah uh, but the, these ones have both brought a new fresh flavor new to flair, the game. flavor yeah. yeah you got it pizzazz yeah let's see we got uh we got some good goals to start the season. We had uh, Jonathan Duran scoring, scoring in the. Uh, I think he scored in the opener. But uh, I mean, after all, he's he's gone through. It was the first his, one of the year for that, wasn't it? Yeah, step away from hockey <laughs> I mean, and everything, and good good to see him score because, I mean, you don't want to see him go 15 games without a goal and. No, ever, and the way he was going, yeah. and, and where he came from in Tampa, and and everything, and the time off. And no, I mean, it was great to see that. He has two goals already. He scored in their home opener as well. That's on the Dvorak line, isn't it? Yes, I believe so. I'm pretty sure. At least it wasn't um, Yeah, he scored in the home opener, and the crowd went absolutely bananas, which was cool to see. I bet. Um, but they only have three goals. They've played three games. He has two of them. Uh, Montreal has not looked great. Uh, Caulfield has the other, no? No, it's uh, Chris Weidman. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> They have, I yeah. I, I thought I read Caulfield was doing good. Um, oh, no, he is uh, no points. Dash nothing. One. Dash nine, one. Nine, nine shots, though. So he'll, oh. he'll they'll start going. Oh, you know what? It was, it was Lafreniere in Montreal that had the mm. good night. Sorry, pardon me. Yeah, he scored, scored the game his... winner in front there of his family, go. which was cool. Yeah. Beauty, beauty. Uh, and then we had, so that yeah, that was a good one with Drew in. And then we had Brian Boyle scoring in the Pens opener against Tampa. Uh, Brian Boyle went, nobody signed him last year. He was just training all year, uh, trying to find an offer, trying to find like a PTO, couldn't get anything. And then uh, Pittsburgh came out this year, gave him a contract and, and he scored and it was, it was awesome to see. He had a, I think it was a, must've been a post game. It wasn't a, after the intermission, uh, post game interview. I'm assuming after he came out as one of the three stars and he was basically like breaking down on the bench, uh, in the interview of, of, uh, what it means to him and, and just to get back on the ice and, and to score. And he had to stop himself cause he was about to burst into tears. So yeah, good for him to get back. I mean, he's a, he's a great player. Like he's a, he's a perfect depth role player that, that, that How long has he been around for? <clears throat> oh, he's been around for, that's like an, an old name to me. Yeah. He's, he's probably 34 or so. I was going to say probably in, this, in the league, like 10, 12 years. Yeah, maybe that's a stretch, but I'd say like max ten, twelve or max twelve. He's thirty six right now. Oh shit, max yeah. fourteen. <laughs> um, first season was oh seven oh eight. Teen. This is his fourteenth season. Damn, good for him. Yeah. So last wow, year, dude. I mean, if he played last year, <clears throat> it would have been fifteenth season. So crazy. Crazy. Two hundred thirty two points in eight hundred eight games. Dude, just playing that many games. Yeah. 
I'd be, dude, that'd be, if I ever had a career, it'd be, I'd be like, 800 <laughs> games and like 100 points, I'd be fired up. I was even allowed on the ice for those games. I was going to guess he was drafted sick. in 2003. Yeah, he was part of that stacked uh, 03 draft. No way, really? What, what was, when, when did he go? 26th oh. to LA. No way, really? Yeah. Just a stud. It takes a special player to basically be a role player his entire career and carve out 800 plus games. Like, dude, it's absolutely. not easy. Absolutely. Teams start playing their young guys and, you know, giving guys opportunities, and those guys just fall by the wayside, especially at 36. Yeah, no shit. Like, that that's hard to say, but, I mean, it speaks to his character, and, and good to see him. I mean, it's a, it's a guy you always want to cheer for. No, very well said, Mike. Very well said. Uh, but, yeah, he scored in the opener mm. against Tampa, and, man, Tampa, they had their they had their banner raising, and it was a oh. cool scenario or um, cool scene there. But first I want to bring up, Kind of weird for guys who like weren't on the team last year, who like brought in this year to like pose yeah. with the cup or with the uh, the cup banner. Kind of strange. It is weird. I was but thinking I guess, of that. But. I guess. Well, what do you want to do? Like put them all to the side? Like I guess. But then or like, like bring in the old guys? Like <laughs> you know? Like I guess. I yeah, that's hard to do. I don't know. Cutouts. That is, it is an, It is a good point, but. I wonder how it feels for them. I guess, like, I guess that's what matters the most to me. Is like, is it weird for you guys? <laughs> like, yeah, because it might be. I might be like, this is. Because I'm thinking of like Pierre Edward Belmar, who came over from the Avs, and it's just like, you know, like you had cup cup aspirations last year, and then it's just like, oh, you lost in the second round, disappointment. But then you're in a photo with the, the or Corey banner. Barry. Corey Barry yeah. loses, loses yeah. him twice. He's just like, <laughs> he's like. We did it. Yeah, like, his arms around the guys that just beat his ass two years in a row. I wonder if they should do the banner raising. Like, I don't know. Maybe like, I'm just trying to think. Like, maybe that's the final stop of the parade. Is you go in, you walk oh, into this, in you the walk arena, into the arena with a full a like party. full fans. That'd be sick. And then you raise the banner as a team. Yeah, they would definitely sell. Like, people would definitely yeah. be full, right? It have to be. Yeah, because you'd make have a, a, like a bunch a of people of along the entire parade, and then you got a packed barn to, yeah. to watch the banner raising. Even if it, you don't charge anything, it's like going to be a 10-minute yeah, ceremony. It's just like, I don't know. It just, I like it just seems more. weird, yeah. I like that more. Yeah, that makes a ton of more sense. You're right. <clears throat> but anyways, to the lightning on the ice. They uh, <laughs> <laughs> they got back into this last game. They, they beat Washington 2-1 in OT, but a 6-2 loss to Pittsburgh in the opener and then a 7-6 come from behind OT win against the Red Wings. Uh, what was the first game? It was the Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, first game of the season. Everybody, uh, that was right. the first game of the NHL season. Right, right, right. Covered that and one. yeah, Pittsburgh came out flying, 60 win. Uh, and yeah, Vasilevsky didn't look so great. And then they didn't look so, in the first one. No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. Uh, and then same thing against Detroit. Didn't look great. And would you it was, call it him or would you call it a team effort though? Like if you had to point the finger, cause obviously it's hard to point the finger, but I don't think they look at it as a team, but I, I, I want to put it more honestly on the team. than I think than it's, goalie, a, I think it's, it's a team overall. Yeah. I mean like the Pittsburgh game, they scored three empty netters. So it's not like Vasque was like, Vasque was horrific. Yeah. Uh, it was just a, a weird, weird Jay turn Knight. of events and everything. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> it's hard to justify giving up, uh, six to the red wings no dude six to the red wings that first one bertuzzi comes through everybody and and buries a nice one the the crowd doesn't he can't even believe it goes in looks like bertuzzi can't believe it goes in it's a nice goal that opened my eyes i was watching the highlights after working the bar that night and like the next night man i couldn't take my eyes up the screen i was like screaming it was like 9 30 at night i was like closing the bar up and i stopped just like I started drinking my water just watching it. It's one game. I didn't even think it'd be any good. And I couldn't believe the game I was watching, yeah. dude. Like, f- you get four goals by Bertuzzi. Hat trick, and then and then a fourth comes later, obviously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, like, and then, uh, fucking, I don't, I don't even know how, but they somehow blow the lead, I think, late in the game, too, to send it to overtime. If I wasn't mistaken, it was, like, the last 40 seconds or four minutes. It was somewhere. I remember being like, man, there's, like... How do you blow it? How do you blow? So it yeah, Detroit was much? up. Detroit was up six three with basically six minutes to go. Jesus. And Tampa scored with six minutes, uh, three and a half, and two and a half left. Do you know how many were Stammer? Was it more than one or just one? Because I know he had two that night. He had he had two. He had the second and the third. So none of the none of the comeback. So none of those ones. last ones. Because no. I was wondering if he just got fired up. That would have been sweet. Um, 
I don't know, man. Okay, one, I, I got my eye on Detroit. They're kind of looking sweet. Bertuzzi, he's, he's this unvaccinated looking sweet. I said that last year about Bobby Ryan. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, I always wanted to cheer for this guy, but, like, I never thought I'd see something like that. He wowed me in this game. Um, and then... Doesn't, I, even I think, get to, doesn't even get NHL three stars honors, though. Gets no, a full goal even, game and doesn't, just gets completely In Detroit, snubbed. too. And yeah. an absolute highlight reel first goal. Um... Uh, want to go to the next game though? So then, who was the next game that that they, crazy shit went down? They played Washington. Oh, we could talk about. I mean, in that game. Oh, uh, was that game? Yeah, Ma- Matthew Joseph uh, hits Larkin from behind a little bit. <laughs> Larkin just fucking suckers him, and he's not like he just gets him right in the chin, uh, a little bit of the neck, and before Larkin even like sees anybody else coming, the gloves are just shed. He instantly yeah. sheds his gloves and is just ready for what's coming next. Um, gets one game for it. Matthew Joseph got nothing. I would have liked him to get fined because it was a pretty... It was like it wasn't a horrific hit, but it was, you know, in the numbers, something you're trying to get rid of early into the season at least. Yeah, yeah. I think he should have got fined. And, I mean, I'm fine with Larkin getting one game. Well, here's my thing here. You're up 3-1 on, on Tampa Bay. It's like the middle of the game, pretty much. 8-20 left in the second. Um, you get this hit on, on your captain. Uh, before anyone can even stand, I don't even know if anyone was coming yet to stand up for him. Looked like they were, yeah, some people yeah, were there coming. Yeah, somebody from Sider, the right. I can't remember who Sider it was, Sider was on, Morris Sider, absolute stud. He's already on his way over there. 59, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, he's going over there, but Larkin comes up ro- absolutely rock bottom is the guy that gives him like the, uh, an absolute WWE clothesline from hell, which is what made me scream at work. That was when I was like, what am I watching? Yeah. And then, um, and then this fight ensues. And I watched it a couple of times. The hit is pretty bad. The way he gets up and suckers the guy is like, oh, I, don't, I don't even know, man. I wouldn't like if doing that in your home arena is one thing, but like it, it looks sad. If he was a bigger guy, you could like, you oh could yeah, he just dude. turns around instantly fucking chops him right in the chin like not so even I, a second question just gives it to him is, is this is it is a a scene like this is this detroit not wanting to be pushed around and be this shitty shit on team anymore and being like we're up in this game and we're not gonna and like or or is this just is this just i got hit from behind and i don't like it to me it looked like a little bit bigger like i i, I don't know if i'm looking too deep into it but i was like this team's been Bullied around for a while, and like this is without one of their best players. They're looking not too terrible, and I feel like at this point in time in this game, I just feel like that that's like a, I'm not backing down to anything. Move in my eyes, especially coming from the captain and coming that fast. There's no hesitation. He doesn't like you said. He punches the guy in the face and sheds his mitts. That's when I saw <laughs> a, mitt, a mitt shed like that that I can remember was when Marshan benched one of the Sedins in the playoffs, <laughs> and he turned around and stripped them, and it was just yeah. like, let's go, right? Like, He's just ready to go and knows what he's doing, yeah. and like, and it's it's a to me that's an emphasis move. A clothesline like that is is a everybody off of me, and yeah. that's kind of what I'm seeing from Detroit right now, and I kind of like it. It's like guys came from his like from behind him, and he just knew, like he didn't even have to turn mm. around or anything. His his gloves just flew off like fucking firecrackers. I'm just surprised on both sides in this game. Both these teams right now are are, are surprising me, and I don't know. I just I like the spirit I'm, I'm seeing from Detroit from people I didn't really expect to see it from. Um, and we'll see if it keeps up, but I don't, but it's worth watching. Like these yeah. games are no joke. That was a really, really cool game. And well, that was lucky to see. Well, they beat the Canucks. So let's see. It's kind of, it's, it's, it's hard to determine right now, like three, two games into the season. Like when some team beats another team, it's just like, is this team good? Like better than we expect? Or is the other team just worse than we expect? Or like, how does it go down? Cause I mean like for Tampa, these games, I mean, they matter, but like they, they don't matter for Tampa. Like they are essentially pretty close to the same team, at least at the top of the lineup. And Vass will be Vass, so I'm like I'm not like too worried that they give up six goals to Detroit. No, and I mean they had I think they outshot them forty eight to twenty six or something, so they dominated them. It's just Vass had a bad game, which is fine. And then they still ended up getting seven goals, so it's like <laughs> this team is nuts. Yeah, man, my eyes are more just on Detroit being a different team. I just yeah, think it like. Could be. They look, they look a lot different. They, they definitely act like it. Moritz Sider seems like a different player in that Tampa game. He took the puck from Hedman and it caused a huge thing in between the whistles. Like he just stole the oh, puck. Yeah, and right. started, yeah. It wasn't a big thing, but it turned into something. This guy really has a set on him. 
He like he's got a swagger about him. He's not really afraid of anybody. Um, look at how he plays. Someone slashed uh, Oliver Ekman Larson slashed someone, and I think uh, Mort Sider actually. And Bertuzzi is in there like a, like a dirty shirt as soon yeah. as it happens. These guys got like they like they want they like to play rough. They like to play rough, man. This, they're a fun team to watch. The way they all defend each other, and I, I, I'm, I'm pumped. I hope they can keep playing well because their their, their highlights have been sick this first week. Please explain in there like a dirty shirt. In there like a dirty shirt? Oh, I don't even know. <laughs> I've been hearing it forever. I've never heard that. But that's, I like it. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Cider has three assists in two okay. games. How so, many stories? Three Cider? assists, yeah. Yeah. No, he's, he looks great. Is he plus? Uh, he's even. Oh, I'll take it. There's a lot of goals in those games. But yeah, dude, the way he plays, like, fuck. They, they look way better than I thought they would. And they look, they look like, solid. They don't look... Like they're getting pushed around, and then they're div. I think they'll do well. Mm-hmm. I mean, speaking of weird suspensions and stuff like that, we had Gabe Landeskog <laughs> instantly get suspended in the first game of the season. Um, Kirby Doc is down on one knee playing the puck, and <laughs> Landeskog doesn't give a fucking shit about him being on one knee and absolutely trucks him into the wall. Gets two games for it. I think it's a joke. He got two for, I think he got two for boarding, maybe two for roughing. I don't know what he got, but he got two minutes. And I think that's enough. Yes, you do not want to hit guys on the knees or like if they're on one knee, no, like both knees, whatever. But Landis Cook also lowered himself down. Like he hit him shoulder to shoulder, which I am not saying it was a clean hit. Don't get me wrong. That's a penalty. But the fact that that's two games... Um, Larkin fucking sucker punches a dude gets one game Blake, yeah. Blake Coleman does this exact same thing as Landeskog except in the numbers against the boards into a guy's head and gets one game in the preseason the fact that Landy gets two here is I, I don't I, I can't fathom it he's not a repeat offender as per the NHL's like repeat offender frequency things, so he's not he's not charged as one, and I don't understand how he gets two games. I don't know. It's it's not it's not a pretty hit. Like I see what you're saying. No, it's definitely the not. worst part is the way he goes in. Yeah, they're two big guys. The way he goes into the board is pretty awkward and ugly, and he's on one knee. If he wasn't playing, if he wasn't so, if he wasn't playing that puck, we probably wouldn't have went into the board so awkwardly. But I I don't know. Like I, I yeah. fully understand I, why you don't hit guys on their knees because. I mean, when they're standing up, they can use their edges to kind of ease themselves into the wall a little bit. When, when you're on your knees, you're just sliding straight into the wall, so you can't brace yourself at all, which is why I 100% believe everybody that gets hit when they're on their knees, if they've been on their knees for more than like half a second, it's not like some guy just dropped down. Uh, it deserves to be a penalty, 100%. Um, but just from... The sassy is the sim- problem. Yeah, just from like similar plays that have happened in the past week. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the player, Department of Player Safety, we've always kind of been it's like a wheel wheel essentially and this isn't the end of uh this isn't really the end of questionable calls and non-calls on their end because we had i mean we'll get into it because something just happened tonight but um connor garland's going to the puck into the corner and philip zadina's kind of going the other way and people are calling it a reverse hit that is not a reverse hit garland basically reaches for the puck so he can touch it and then just blows up Zadina. Zadina's reaching. He's defenseless because he's not expecting a hit because it's a 50-50 puck. Actually, it's not even a 50-50 puck. Garland's there like 70% of the time. Yeah. And just blows up Zadina's head. Like, what huge, do you think? huge head hit. I I mean, one, it's a penalty. Yeah, it's not a reverse hit. A reverse sure. hit is when you have the puck, your head's down usually, somebody's coming at you, you look up, and you truck them. But this this hit is straight to Zadina's head. I wouldn't mind like one game, at least a fine. I mean, the the frequency of the fines don't really seem to do anything because it's five k for a guy who's making six million dollars. Yeah. And I mean, Zadina in his, his post game press conference, he was he was calling Garland a midget and stuff like that, and it was like okay, but yeah, like oh. Yeah, that is yeah. hard to watch. Dude. Yeah, like the fact that 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 is not a reverse hit. It's like that's no, hundred percent not a reverse hit. 
And there's so much head contact. Like that. So much head. Yeah. Like, you can't Man, tell me that's any worse than, like, a guy who gets hit shoulder to shoulder, but he's on a knee. No, that's terrible. Yeah. You're right. And there's no sassy on the play here? There's not a penalty. I don't think he got a penalty for it. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it just happened. And it was just man, like, I don't like. I don't think I've ever seen someone reach for a puck so long and get hit that hard, and yeah. like, and like, no one do anything about it. That's crazy. Uh, I don't know. Got a penalty. I don't know. Connor Garland. Oh, he did. He got a legal check to the head. Okay. Well. Okay. At least they called the head. At least check they called then. it. Yeah. I, I mean, it was God. a part of five penalties that happened at that stoppage. There we go. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I would give that like a game. Like I, I don't understand. So we're just right back where we left off. We just don't know yes. where any of these penalties 100%. are going to be. Hundred percent. It's just spin the wheel and hope for the best. Um, and then we have two headbutts that happened this week as well. Two headbutts to go through them. We had uh, uh, Calgary Flames. Yeah, Rasmus Anderson and, and Kyler Yamamoto kind of get into it. Uh, not weird, really in front of the net, one. but like the su- beside the net. A weird one. Total battle of Alberta Scott. Yeah, Ford. just like I don't touch him. You don't touch him. You don't <laughs> touch him. And then they're like in the corner, just like then someone throws the head to the head. And then yeah, and then Anderson chucks a headbutt, and he got five k fine. I don't think he got a penalty on the play. He might have got roughing, but it wouldn't have been from the like it would have been because of the battle and not because of right. the yeah the headbutt. And then we see uh, pa- Pavel Buchnevich Monday night yep. tonight get. Uh, he chucks. I mean, I understand headbutts. You should not be doing. This was a pretty weenie headbutt. Like it was, like obviously when you're chucking a headbutt, it's not, it's not a legal hit. It's essentially intent to injure always because you can cause some fucking serious damage. Yeah. But he gets a match penalty for it, and which means he gets a, it's either a two or three game suspension automatically unless the NHL like changes it or whatever. Basically, so it, just means it's going to the Department of Player Safety to kind of determine. It's t- is it time to standardize these rules and that's just it? Like, I mean, we've 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 seen enough headbutts. We've seen enough. You'd think a headbutt checks. would be like enough enough Clear to be black enough. and white. Yeah, yeah. Like he did a headbutt two games. Yeah, he did a headbutt three games or whatever yeah. you want to call headbutt, it. Headbutt no helmet. Like yeah. Games. <laughs> <laughs> but if if Bujnevich gets suspended, like why doesn't Anderson get suspended? They're essentially the same play. Yeah. They both got caught up in a battle with one guy, chucked a headbutt. Anderson's look more vicious. Um, but, like, yeah, if he gets suspended, like, it's weird. It's weird. I guess all you can do at this point is just keep looking and see how this goes throughout the season. But, yeah. I mean, if there's more, if we get more of these Panarin fucking games and Wilson things, like, I'm sure they'll be questioning player safety again. People were last year. Teams were straight up calling them out. Like, uh, so I'm sure we'll see something happen the way this is going. This is pretty early, but. I didn't think it'd be this active this fast. Was it, was I did like, not was expect like, this. Was it like this last year? We have like five, it's all hits and sussies. I know. I, I can't, uh, I, I don't, I, I can't remember that it was, but. It's been more gritty, weird, crazy shit. People getting jumped and weird hits and people yeah. going down bad and odd penalties than it has been good games yet. It's a, it's people really getting, getting amped up from the fans. They're not used to having fans in the building. Probably. They're just going fucking nuts. That's probably very true. Holy shit. I didn't think of that. And then, uh, oh, I guess one last note on Tampa. Uh, Kucherov's out indefinitely. Oh, he had, uh, what do you got on him? I think it was like a groin injury. It looked like he was kind of grabbing an inner leg or groin. Yeah, it didn't look good. Uh, apparently, the first signs are not positive, which basically means that, you know, Tam- he'll come back for the playoffs and Tampa will run it back and all these fucking jokes will come back and all this stuff. But, I mean, if he's actually out until the playoffs, that's seven months. That's eight, eight months like it's it's not until like the end of may or s- somewhere in may that the playoffs start so i mean it's it's funny to joke about now because it could if you know if, if things go bad enough it could be the thing but i highly doubt he's not back in, t- until playoffs like i no. fully expect him to be back at some point oh okay fair enough that's what you're saying but yeah, it did not look great. The first, like they, I think John Cooper said the night of that it's like, oh, don't don't be too panicked. And then it was just like, okay, we're gonna panic. It was bad. But we'll see. I mean, well, they just can't lose. They can't lose much more. Like the joke was, oh, they're so good, they can not have yeah. their best players. But like, you can, well, 
We also know that the team's deteriorated greatly, like as any dynasty always does, right in front of they our have eyes. To. Yeah, you have to. And this is like the f- like fourth one I've ever seen happen to in the NHL. And this year, the the third year they're going for it is always the, the kicker. It's always yeah. when you lose way more, way more than you did the first time, and and like and guys are getting older, and and yeah. um, these guys have had the injury bug. But man, if they have a couple of them get it, it could get serious. So yeah, that's a yeah. kind of a bummer. I mean, that's the, the the three peats so tough because like. When you win your first cup, usually your impact guys on the ELCs are either on their last year of the ELC or maybe they're on their second year of the ELC. It's hardly ever that, especially when you're Tampa and you're drafting like 30th overall all the time, it's so hard to have an impact player in just their first year of an ELC. Like that that doesn't happen. So these guys are in their second or third years of the ELCs. Then they win the cup. Now they're in their final years and they're signing new contracts. And now they're going for their three-peat and they're like none of those guys are on ELCs anymore, so that's why they've lost. They lost like their entire third line. Um, David Zavard they couldn't bring back, and yeah, the injuries are a bigger issue this year than last couple years because of you know the lost solid depth that they used to have. But gas tanks gotta be a lot shorter too. It's all the stars yeah. out there, and you're missing all the all the fucking. And I mean, they should make grinders. the playoffs. Like their division is so oh, top yeah. heavy that it's like it's. It would take a pretty big miracle, but just something to watch. Like it, it's, it's just too early. It's, like, yeah. it's just like that's fucking like game four. Yeah, they've, already, they've had a bunch of hard games <clears throat> against like softer teams. Yeah, and, and I think like, their Jesus. next game is against Florida, which will be a great game. I think oh it's my God, probably yes. tomorrow Tuesday. We can kick it to some other teams. The Rangers. Yeah, Rangers look all right. They've had. I mean, it's kind of like what the Rangers always do. They have stretches, <laughs> like they've they've had good games, bad games, good game, bad games. Uh, yep. like season opener, they lost five one to the Capitals. People were mad, confused, pissed off. Every weird thing about uh, the Rangers starting Georgiev in their season opener uh, instead of their you know their big Russian beauty Shesterkin. But uh, people forgot to realize that they had a back to back, which won. A joke by the NHL giving them back to backs to start this season, uh, but they had their home opener the night the next night. So your starter is always going to play the home opener, not really much the season opener. And when they're on a back to back, you're playing both of them one game anyways. Give your give the away game, and then you have Shuster can start the home opener. I thought it was a no brainer, mm-hmm. but a lot of people were were upset about it. And That's hilarious. Yeah, but he got lit up. This- uh, I think Shuster <laughs> came in anyways. I can't remember if Georgiev got pulled. Either way, it was not... I think he did. No, he didn't. I'm an idiot. Uh, Georgiev got lit up for all five. But then they beat Dallas. No, they lost to Dallas in overtime. Then they beat the Canadians, who don't look great. And then they beat um, Toronto tonight. And Shesterkin has looked great. What an overtime we saw tonight, man. Like I, I got home... Uh, missed it, but it was all on Instagram. Just coming up, they put like pretty much the whole thing on. Holy shit, that, that an electrifying. It sounded like a pretty quiet game, but an electrifying um, uh, finale there. Like um, uh, you know how it is with teams like that, but just so many good plays each way. So many good plays by the goalies. Uh, a superstar finishes it like almost every time. It was it was wicked, man. That's good and, hockey. And we had uh, Austin Matthews make his debut tonight. Yeah, eight, eight shots. Uh, something like 16 shot attempts or something like that. No goals, obviously, but if he keeps putting up eight shots a night, it's going to be... It's not going to take long for him to score. Had he was, two he was close, too. Almost had one on OT. Yeah. Really yep. close, one on O. Um, him and Nylander had two nice cuts to the net that almost went. Oh, uh, Nylander's hands tonight were filthy. Dude, Shesterkin was in net, right, you said? Yep, yep. Um, his, his, his movement on display in overtime was incredible. Uh, one bad giveaway. He makes a save, probably like fifteen or sixteen feet out of his net, coming back to it. And when he kicks it over to the other side, a Leaf player gets it, probably has a shot at the net through a defender. But instead, he decides to carry it and wait. And dude, the way the way that Igor moves is so remarkable, man. His so recovery, fun to watch. It's incredible. His recovery within like a ten foot span. Like I, I've never seen anything like it, really. And I, I even thought, like, I think he had, a, he had a second. But even if I was the Leafs player, I was like, I don't even know if I think he's going to get there or if I think to wait. Like, the guy is so quick. So that was insane. I watched that one part, that one turnover play, like, three times because I couldn't believe how quick he got back. But very cool to see that. Sorry. Very cool yeah. movement. 
Um, let's go to... Oh, man, L.A. They're one and one this year. They came out what flying. What a start. What they, a start. They beat the shit out of Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> like, absolutely dominated them. Kopitar looked like he was in 2014. He had a Hattie and two assists. Yep. Drew Doughty had, I think, at least four points. Yep. Um, I think he only had four, but crazy. Um, Cal Peterson looks pretty good in net, and then they lost to... Who did they lose to just now? Oh, they lost to Minnesota on Saturday night, which was uh, also a good game. Um, yeah, he was, it's funny. Man, Darty talks a lot. He was talking about how he, he's not overrated, and he was talking about how Krill was <laughs> like before the game. He's like, I don't call me overrated. Look at me now. But, dude, they're doing great. Uh, yeah, Drew Doughty, fucking five apples already in the season. Kopitar's got seven points. Like, that, that we yeah. always, we've been talking about. That guy is an absolute monster. Kopitar oh, was named first star of the week with seven points. Um, Stammer was named third star with seven points in three games. Kopi did it in two games. And the second star was, oh, it was Ovi. Ovi passed, uh, I think it was Marcel Dion for fifth all-time in goals, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and he, I mean, he just, it's Ovi. He fucking looks great all the time. Oh, beauty, that shelf goal, though. It was Marcel Dion, yeah. Coming around and burying it, shell, like, it wasn't, it was, it was, it was an old school goal, Ovi goal, like, cutting the net, lightning fast, like, monster lightning move at the end, and then just, like, rifles at shelf, and <laughs> big Sally. It was vintage Ovi. That was a good goal to see. The Caps always start, uh, we were talking about this in our, in our fantasy pool, I feel like every season opener for the Caps, they score at least like three power play goals. Ovechkin's got a couple. Carlson's got like four apples. Backstrom's got a couple. <laughs> like it's just like, oh man, why did I not draft Capitals players like higher in the draft? Like every year, I feel like it happens, and then they kind of even themselves out. But I mean, this year's not any different. They played against the Rangers. The Rangers have a horrific power play or penalty kill, and Washington took full advantage of it. But there's, you know, there's. It's hard to make, like we said, it's hard to make anything of, of how teams are playing right now. But, mm-hmm. you know, you start, the season. yeah, you start getting these kind of trends. One team I think is dog is fucking Winnipeg. What's going on there? They, I still feel like. Who are you we, blaming? We heard things. I mean, it's been like three years that it feels like there's ripples in their locker room. Yeah. And. I feel like that's just continued on. Like, yeah, they I, get they get smoked by Anaheim four one. Like Anaheim can't score a goal. They barely that four. was trash. That was fucked up watching that game. And then they play in San Jose for San Jose's home opener. They go up, I think, two nothing. Um, the Jets do. And then San Jose battles back, gets a couple, and then they go up four two, I believe. And I could not believe how shit of an effort um, Mark Shifley gave after they went down. Like, I think it was like a 3-2 game. I don't even think they scored the 4-2 game yet. 4-2 goal yet. And he's just, he's just gliding on the ice. Like, he could have, you know, a, a, a poke here. Like, goes into the corner and he's just a quick turnaround. Like, it was... Just dog fucking. It was, it was crazy. Like, it was his first, it was his first game of the season because he got, he got the suspension carryover for the first game. So you'd think he'd be, you know, he'd be going after it and stuff, but... Man, he did. Uh, he did not look entertained at all. And yeah, I mean, I mean, Hellebuck's like looked all right. He hasn't looked great. He didn't look great. Him and Vassy. It's funny because they're in our. Pre- sorry to interrupt you. In our predictions, okay. I was, I was saying like I don't. I just can't see those guys falling off the top this year. Like no, hundred percent. They're, they're too consistent. To yeah. Just to think that. But both of them look shaky out of the game. And again, it's, it's way too early to say anything. We got, we're like, what, four games in 100%. tops for these guys? Way too early to say shit. However, off the four games, it doesn't look great. And I got to say, uh, Winnipeg, has, on paper, they've kind of looked like they deteriorated, deteriorated every year. And through, through these crazy goalie performances, they haven't. They've managed yeah. to make it far and stay, stay very relevant and always be a bit of a threat down the road. But... Um, one, the drop off is hard for that team. It always, it always has been. It must be wearing them down, dude. And that, well, that, the age in the defense there is, is like so ugly to look at. Yeah. Like no one who's no one who came and was great there ever wanted to stay, except for like Shifley, Wheeler, 
and like hella block, and all they do is pretty much is give them everything they want. And I feel like, but they don't bring anything in around them. They just like. Well, there was a reason why we all picked them to finish second behind uh, behind Colorado's because they improved their defense and they brought they spent so much money on all this like all these assets to bring in like solid defensive options and it just like now the goaltending sucks like what the hell yeah, I it's know. so weird uh, I mean but, but yeah you know what though it's not only the goaltending right now it's no, not like hundred percent like, Connor not. has not looked good Ehlers has not looked good you said Schlafly was dogging it yeah I thought all the fast guys didn't look fast no I thought the defense looked mediocre and the goalie's not doing his job either and dude they got they got shit on by Anaheim and I was walking all over them, and I was doing what Detroit was doing. Like it, it looked like these little teams that like would usually get pushed all over and had no good players and could barely get the puck were one beating them to the pucks, scoring the goals, beating them in the battles, and like even even enforcing them. Like it looked like it looks like it's completely flipped on. And I'm I'm I was shocked. That was the first one where I was like, "What's going on?" And then I saw the highlights of the Tampa game, and I was like, "I don't get how these teams are this far behind this early." Yeah, I thought I thought Kyle Connor looked all right. Uh, he wasn't too too bad. I don't I don't have too much of a worry in him. He's a he's a beast. Yeah, they're um, good. I don't but I just But like nothing happened. Like Pionk hasn't looked great as their basically number one defenseman, number one power play defenseman. Um Paul Stastny is he's slow now. He is he has fallen off, which I think as they're probably like three C now. I mean their one line that was great was uh Andrew Kopp looked great. Uh, who else was there? Adam Lowry looked pretty say, good. Always a star yeah. on that team. But yeah, their top guys just. I, I think I think it's almost time because I mean it's, it's a shakeup. It yeah, is almost they, time for the they, shakeup. They've played two games, so obviously it's not the end of the world. But you know, no, there's some really. teams that you're not too worried about, like the Tampa's and stuff like that. If they get to a hot, if they get to a bad start, this Winnipeg team with with you know the kind of rumors that have been swirling and, and all that stuff, I think you know if they start zero and four or something. I think a huge snowball effect could be in for this team. Agreed. Uh, I, I think they'd be one of the teams that it'd be so hard to get out of any hole that they dig themselves. Uh, it's I, don't also, have, I don't have any faith unless they start off strong. It's also kind of like, it reminds you of the, of the Calgary situation in that when you look at the team right now, kind of like you look at Calgary like three years ago or something, there was a lot more value on almost every player. Mm-hmm. And it, even last year, like the value is kind of deteriorating. The, the problems are coming in. With even with changes in new players, uh, no one's really looking. No one's looking better or taking bigger steps. If anything, it might be going the wrong way. So yeah, I want like if the, it might be time to strip this team down sooner rather than later because like you have so many assets right now. But if and they're all they're all signed on pretty good contracts now. Like everyone's got a decently long contract. So I, I would I'd part them out sooner rather than later. You're gonna be like Calgary. And you're gonna be dealing with them when they're when like they're all coming down to the end of their contract mm-hmm. and. And just sitting on the group you have, and the group you have is just not doing it. Like, yeah. yeah, we're we're seeing it. I mean, yeah, like we said, we're two games into the season. It's it's hard to draw conclusions, and I mean, these are the only two games we have to go off of. So we're gonna have some crazy thoughts and some crazy opinions because we have nothing else that goes yeah. the other way. But I mean, I gotta say, two games into the season, if Colorado doesn't get out of the Central, it's it's an absolute brutal year for them. This this division has no. I don't want to say solid competition, but there should be no team you lose to in a seven-game series in this division. Yep. Like, who should scare you now? Winnipeg has looked like dog. I had Chicago finishing third. Flurry can't stop a puck. Oh, man. You want to talk and about him for a sec? We definitely can. Um, yeah. And then, like, so the other one's, going. like, Minnesota. They've looked all right, but Colorado but not, not the same level. Yeah. No. They, the only thing they did was lose Parise and Suter and Colorado whipped Minnesota's ass last year. Yeah. St. Louis is getting older, and I, I don't think they're any good. No. And then there's Dallas, Nashville, and Arizona. Like, how are you you gonna lose to any of those guys? So there's, like, so there's Dallas. If, if they anything. lose to any of those teams, that's it's a travesty. Yeah. yeah unless man. you know, unless you know, the injuries that are happening right now are staying with them. Like fucking no McKinnon, Landy, Nachushkin, Taves, Johnson, <laughs> Fred and that's not, that's not COVID. That's a bunch of shit. Uh, McKinnon's COVID. Oh. Um, he's still testing positive, so he's not even joining the road trip right now. Damn. Taves is hopefully back in... He's, I think he's traveling on this road trip, but they got a huge road trip. It's like Washington, Tampa, Florida, which is three great games. And if they have if they have nobody in the lineup, they're going to get whooped. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Chicago. Their, their defense was supposed to be good. Seth Jones has looked horrific. 
You think so? He has looked so bad. I think he had an expected goals for percentage in the Avs game of, I think, 4%, which is bad. Like, 50-50 is, like, you know, where you, you kind of want to be because that means of everything that's happening on the ice around you, the expected goals are half your team, half their team. He's at a 96 against and a 4% for, which, of course, is oh one God. game. But for your guy who's playing 24 minutes a night to get absolutely shredded like that, <laughs> he just signs a $9.5 million contract. Not what you want to see. Not what you want to see. Oh, uh, man, for me, it's the shaky flower. Flower is also, yeah. You, you never want that. We, we knew we don't see much of the shaky flower, but we did a bit in the playoffs last year and how... I mean, he's just one of the most emotional goalies. Like you just always kind of see. I don't know. I, we've we've talked about this before, but it's not looking good. When it's not looking good, you can kind of really tell. And with all the rumors circling, I, I've never had a more questionable se- season walking into for Flurry. Yeah. So kind of tough to see in his, in his old home barn of Pittsburgh that he was throwing his head and throwing a stick and getting pulled on ten shots, and I think he let four in. Um, bummer. Like I, 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 I know he can do it, but it's. I wonder if he's gonna catch his catch his stride here. And it's too bad because his team's done a lot to to try to be better, and and they they really need him. And you know what, Lankinen could could do it. Lankinen, right? Kevin Lankinen. Lankinen. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, he could he could do it. He he played pretty well. But and this team's good with with uh, Flurry and that or not. They're all right. But I don't know. It's also going to take a bit of time for Taves to get back into it. You know, he missed all last year. He's probably still dealing with some things going on. You know, he had that crazy illness that I won't even pretend that I remember what it was. Right. Um, But some crazy body illness and whatever he had. And, you know, he's a huge part of their, not not only the offense, but he's a huge part of their defensive side as well. So when he gets back up to full legs, then that's going to help out his line because he hasn't, looked too too hot uh, mm-hmm. to start the season which is fully expected um Kane and Debrinkit have looked all right but I mean yeah it's 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 the it's the goals against that are hurting Chicago uh the only teams that have given up more goals so far is Seattle who's got two more goals against and but they've played an extra game and Arizona who is <laughs> they might not win a game for a month Arizona looks <laughs> so bad <laughs> Buffalo was, was missing. Was Buffalo last? Yeah, Buffalo was missing like three guys and beat them in overtime, like two one. Other than that, they lost tonight, like seven four to uh, to St. Louis, and they got steamrolled eight two by the Blue Jackets. Which was wasn't it Buffalo last year? We had that like long ass drought. We were all trying to guess when they were going to win the game. Yes, it was twenty. Fuck, I hilarious. do remember that now. Yeah, it was like twenty three games or something like we that. We gotta like, check. We gotta check the Hosers' longest drought to see if they could break it. We had like in, eight in our era. We had like twelve episodes based on it. We're still talking about it. We're like, okay, let's get back to the shittiest team in existence before they had the ankle problems. <clears throat> I'm just reading our <laughs> like descriptions of the shows because it just it lasted for so long. It was about twenty games. Which, last season, that's like half the season. Buffalo is not good, and Arizona is going to challenge. I think Arizona will challenge for Colorado's 48-point uh, point season from 2016-2017. It's right. so hard to put up like like anywhere around 50 points. Like Even if you're the worst team in the league, you got to expect to win 20 games. Like Colorado, that, Colorado that year went 22-60. and 60. Like that is so hard to do. Yeah. That I mean that that's why it was such a absolutely like historic year is because yeah, it's so hard. Even like Buffalo was tanking for McDavid for eighty percent of that season and put up fifty five points. Like yeah, <laughs> it is so hard to get anything less than that. Just because I mean the skill gap in the NHL is enough to win a couple games here and there, but yeah, I don't know when Arizona is going to win a game if they're. I mean, the Sabres, the Blues, and the the Blue Jackets were kind of three decent bets to start the season. And uh, Blue Jackets came out hot at the start. They got seventeen goals to those teams. Jeez. Yeah, Blue Jackets eight not eight goals. They looked like the f- fucking nineteen uh, eighties Oilers. <laughs> like it, it was fucked. That was that fired me up. It was kind of slowed down after that pretty quick, but good for them. Uh, but yeah, their home opener tonight <laughs> to get steamrolled. Then they got the Oilers. 
uh, Islanders, Panthers, Lightning, Capitals, Hurricanes. Like, that's a stretch that they might give up 40 goals. <laughs> but, hey, Shane Wright is at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. You're, gar- you're guaranteed a top three pick with the worst with the worst record. And somehow Arizona has a point after all these games. So, you know, <laughs> they're fully going to finish in the basement. But, uh, yeah, when they win a game will be will be interesting. All right, fuck, where were we? Uh, let's see what other teams we got here. There's not, I mean, there's been some notable stuff, but not nothing too, too crazy so far. It's been a good, it's been a good, there's been a lot of great games. Yeah, good game. Oh, is it, Jack oh, Hughes. Jack oh, Hughes yeah, is OT winner. Oh, fuck me. Who's it against again? You can break it down, but way better than me. Go for it. Uh, it was against. Oh, it was against I'm Chicago. I'm an idiot. Okay, good. <laughs> oh, perfect transition. Oh, speaking of Chicago, the devil would beat them. <laughs> Fucking <rugby. laughs> Um, I didn't start Jack Hughes in our fantasy pool because he only had one game and he puts up two goals. An absolutely unbelievable OT winner. What a goal! Gets the puck, goes down the right boards. I don't know who's on defense, but they did not play it proper. Um, Patty Kane's on the on the back check, but takes the pass, which is Ryan Graves. Good on Jack Hughes to not pass that puck. Don't give the puck to Ryan Graves. <laughs> He's learned already. It's one game in the season. He knows. Uh, and he just waits out uh, waits out Flurry, then cuts back to the backhand, slides it in the empty net. And then an all-time OT winner, Selly. Chucks the stick into the crowd. Fight sure? ensues. Fight ensues for the stick. Yeah. Like eight people grabbed it. But, I mean, the kid, it looks so poised to break out this year. Yeah. I think he's going to have a monster night in. Oh, what a moment, get, man. What a moment. Oh, yeah, they get the Kraken tomorrow night. Um, or Tuesday night. And I think that'll be a great game, too. I'm super excited to watch the Devils, as is, like, everybody. Because, I mean, this division is every point matters. And, I yeah, I love Jack Hughes. Jack Hughes has, a, has something about his his smile that is extremely, like, uh, contagious. Like, it's... Yeah. He's got he that smile, a, but it's, like it's, like... It's like, it just it's it confidence. turns on. It turns on. It's like he, yeah. he's got this game face, but as soon as like as soon as the goal is in or like or like the as soon as he knows the puck's gonna be in the net, you see it all change and like holy shit! I feel like he was like looking like probably looking at looking at who he wanted that stick to go to the whole way. Even when he threw it out, he looked back. He gave the old look back. I thought he was gonna police it a little, but <laughs> but he, he didn't. But you know, man, that kid is soaking in the moment. Yeah, that that city is his right now, and and we'll see what happens this season. Jack Hughes yeah. is on, is going to be on a tear though. Yeah, When's not, he get his brother? No rush, obviously. No, he's he, in Michigan right three, now. Three three so years. It'd be, it'd, be a, it'd be a few years until a few years. Yeah, warm that guy up. Jeez. But yeah, I mean the Islanders started zero and two, and like you know, like we said, it's two games in the season, but this division, like you need all of these points. Yeah. And yeah, the Islanders have given up eleven goals. Varley's injured, so Sorokin's kind of taking the net, and he is shaky to start for sure. But yeah, we'll see. This division is going to be an absolute slobber knocker. Many, slobber we, knocker to the end of April. Can't we say many goalies have had a good start here, eh? Like, no. How many goalies you can be like, oh, this guy's been fucking killing. I mean, maybe there's like Shesterkin, one or two. But... Yeah, Shesterkin's looked good. Um,. A lot of shaky goalies, but other than that, like yeah, I mean it's it's gonna it's gonna happen. It's not a teams, big deal. Yeah, but... teams are teams are learning new systems. Defensive units are, you know, getting into shape and and, and trying to figure out how to play with everybody. But, um, John Gibson's leading this save, save yeah. percentage at nine sixty one. He did not look great tonight against. Uh, they got the win against Calgary, but that uh, that Lindholm goal somehow got through him. I have no idea how that got through him, but he's not gonna let in a lot. No, he's not. I mean, John Gibson's If he lets in one or two, like, fucking team can handle that, probably. At least at least enough nights, if you can put up a season of that. Yeah. Uh, but your boy, good. Elvis. Elvis looked good. He's looked pretty Elvis good so far. Elvis looked good. Out the but, gate. You know, Arizona is one of them. That is, you know, that, that that's obvious. And then the other one was Seattle, I think. There's so many games. It's so hard to remember. I think I think it was Seattle. <clears throat> Dude, how about that Matthew could chuck penalty tonight? Can we please talk about it quickly? Oh, yeah. Dude. I think clean play. 100% that should be fully allowed. If you can do that, I don't know who it was, but they flipped it over the glass uh, for a delay of game. But Matthew Kachuk jumps off the bench. His stick is fully in the air, and it hits like 80% of the way up his stick and keeps it in the ice surface, and they give him a bench interference minor. 
I don't know. I like it. I, I, I think you should be able to do that because we've seen coaches go up and grab it, right? Like we've seen well, a coach that the, go up. A coach has never gone over the glass. Oh, right? yeah. Like, yeah. What? I don't know who it was. A couple of years ago, they went over and they probably got, I don't know, six or eight inches above the glass and like. And palmed it. Like, yeah, like uh, Odell Beckham Jr. fucking <laughs> receiving uh, grabs the puck and there was no call on it. I don't know. I think I think it's fair game. I'm trying it, to see. It is that, definitely that, over the glass. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's way, way, way up. Over. It's, like, it's like two and a half feet over the glass. Holy shit. It is way up there. I guess I guess you have to call it. Sounds like it was questionable, then I, I wouldn't call it at all. But I was like, I guess it's not. I don't know. I want to like that, but I guess it's dangerous. Like, you don't want all the sticks going up. Everyone's trying to, the fans are grabbing. Um, I don't know. I, I guess you, I guess you, I guess it is the right call. But I understand dude, it, but they like, end up losing the game on that power play. Like, well, I, mean, I guess it was a penalty it was, anyways. It was coming anyway. It was yeah. coming anyway. But like, what a fucking, to be a Flames fan, man. <laughs> To watch shit like that, you're just like, oh. You experience all the different types of losses. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> just a nice L. And, and just like, at least I get the comedy of seeing Matthew Kachuk's reaction to like all this shit. He's, he's just like so mad. He's just like forever the 14-year-old like scrub, like doing all these weird things. And he just doesn't care and get why he's ever in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I understand from both sides. Like I, I see both ways of... You know how you kind of have to call that, but also the puck didn't go over the glass, which is the like the rule of the play. I just, I guess, like you can't have everyone swinging their sticks like yeah. that. But, but weirdly enough, like, but then that's what I'm saying. Like, where do you draw it? Like, if a coach does that and robs it like four inches above the glass, like, do you then call that? I guess it's just and then too does that, suspicious. Oh, we need to review this as well. Like, oh, it's I don't just know. too suspicious when it's it's too suave when it's the coach when it's when it's yeah. dirty Chucky when it's a Kachuk, yeah, stick, a stick like that. Yeah, bummer. Weird one, though. I just, like, I had to just mention it because that's a fucking... And they ended up losing the game. They scored in the in-string power play, and then they lost the game in OT. Drysdale gets the OT winner. Like, I don't know, first couple of games, man, and it looks okay. Yeah, they look, o- they look enough. all right. Weird. It's, it's also... It's, it's one of the teams where are they better than what we expected, or is it they've played Winnipeg and Calgary, and those teams are... <laughs> Or just like barrel just, again. Yeah, yeah, just didn't have their games that night, those nights, or we'll see for the end. We'll find out, but interesting start from like almost all these teams. It's yeah, I like, mean, huh? <laughs> it always happens. Like you'll find, like I mean, Buffalo's what, like two and one or something like that. I mean, they were leading the NHL for one day or something. <laughs> they were, and, yeah. And everybody was like, "Oh, I had a first in the league." Holy shit! Oh, they're two and zero. Oh. Yeah, so there they're two go. and zero. Oh. They've given up two goals in total, um, but those have been to Arizona and Montreal. So <laughs> caveat there. So yeah, it, it, we'll see. Another week will go by, and we'll we'll kind of get a bit more picture. But yeah, I mean, as of right now, electric start to the season. It's been great. We've got a lot of talking points to talk about, which is nice from our end. Yeah, uh, more sussies to come our way. We'll see what happens with Buchnevich. <clears throat> if I'm the Department of Player Safety, I give him a five k fine because that's exactly what Rasmus Anderson got, and I can't justify giving him anything worse than what they're no different to Anderson. me. Anderson, no. no, they're Too no close. different. So he'll get four games or something because, you know. <laughs> that's how she goes. That's how us. she goes. But uh, I think, oh, man, we had, uh, speaking of New Jersey, we got a couple more things about New Jersey. Ilya Kovalchuk named the GM of Russian Olympic team. The the head coach named, which is weird, the head coach named the GM. Strange, but it's Russia, so it's a little backwards. But he's just saying that, you know, he's had a lot of experience around the Russian Olympic team, so who better fit to run as the GM? But that brings up a point. Should Jack Eichel be the U.S. team's GM? Because he can't play with the team. Oh, my God. That'd be so <laughs> wicked. That'd be so sick if you got a medal, too. And yeah. You're just like up there with everybody. <laughs> Fuck, that'd be wicked. Ah, I hope so. Yeah, that'd, that'd, be, that'd be cool. It's, but, it, I mean, it's not. It's Stan Bowman, but fuck Stan Bowman. It's weird that... Um, are you even going to be called Russia? I don't think so. They're probably the <laughs> Olymp- think... Olympic athletes of Russia the or whatever. Or whatever the fuck they are. Because um, they're still banned, but not yeah. banned. Weird. Olympics, classic. And then the other piece of uh, New Jersey, uh, Nikita Papagayev, a uh, player you may have heard of if you're a New Jersey fan or somebody who watched the WHL three years ago. 
Um, but he was recently playing in the KHL this year for a couple different teams, as well as a couple games in the VHL, which is, like, I think, just like the AHL, uh, but for the KHL. Mm-hmm. And uh, he retires from hockey at 22, uh, not for any injury or anything like that, but he just wants to become a social media influencer, which, I mean, all the power to him. Yeah. Do what you want to do. Follow your heart. Uh, and then instantly burns all his hockey gear and takes a picture of with it and... That's a little. I don't like that part. In a dirty field, yeah, where he just he lights his hockey gear on fire. He sits in front of it, like th- looking all cool with his jacket on and his his BMW in the background. And the ca- the caption is like this twenty two year old uh, Papa. What is it, Papa Giev? Papa Giev. Papa, sorry, Papa Giev. Retired at twenty two to prefer his dreams of being a social media influencer. And this is the picture I get, man. And and it's like it's like Devil's Prospect. I didn't know a lot about this guy, but man, like this doesn't doesn't make me want to follow you. As someone who wanted to play hockey my whole life, it really fucking slaps me in the face. <laughs> like, and I don't know, it's just a million reasons to not like him. And then like if I if I even do want to look into this guy at all, it's like was he a good player? Is there like more to this story that maybe is interesting? And it's like no, he wasn't a good player. Like he wasn't <laughs> he, he wasn't anything crazy. There isn't really any more to this story. The most exciting thing he did was burn all his burn all his stuff and post a picture online. And I just I thought it was a little sad that that's the way you go after probably putting so much time and effort and money into it. Like I think you could do probably a lot better with with that picture and that gear than than looking like a tool. But that's yeah, just it's, me. it's such a weird like like I said, it's like if you want to pursue other things, like go for it. Uh, I got no problem with making a career change, but it's just like. You didn't need to burn all your gear. No, like, I'm not even. I'm not even thinking of it from like a hockey culture. Like, oh man, he burned hockey. No, it's just like it's the you hockey done, fit. You could have done. Me, yeah, like, you could have done so many things with that gear. Like you could have. Kids would have loved that given, gear. Yeah, like, anyone would have loved that gear and thought so cool of you to give it to them. Instead, yeah. you burned it so you could show everybody in the world. When I don't think many people even care. I'm the only reason I care is just because I think you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> like which it's uh, that's the only reason you made my pod, buddy, and. <laughs> I don't know. Good luck. Good luck on your social luck, media yeah. career. Yeah, I, I will not be following. <laughs> I hope I never take a picture of that embarrassing in my life. And I got some doozies. <laughs> you got. I mean, speaking of yourself, you have a great picture crouched in front of a car. Oh, uh, true, <laughs> true. I would never burn my gear behind me. I'd, I'd burn something. Burn something else. <laughs> something. <laughs> true. And it was a Maserati, I think. It was a Maserati at the wall. At the Wall Hotel for the draft. Oh, that was such a good time. Yeah, I guess I got that. We should post them side by side. Yeah, they're actually pretty. They're actually <laughs> pretty, pretty fucking similar. close. <laughs> just, just let me put my clip in there. I would never. <laughs> would I have a picture that dumb? Oh, we'll find that for you guys because that's absolutely me and me and Mike yeah. on the bus ride back to yeah. Victoria were absolutely howling in the back editing that picture. <laughs> oh God. Anyway, you got anything else for this week, Mike? I don't think I do. I think there was a lot of... I was starting to write down NHL firsts, like first goals and stuff, but I've probably missed some now. Mm-hmm. Um, but Hendricks, Lapierre, Mason McTavish, and Bowen Byram all scored their first goals. Fuck yeah. Probably more, because I think I stopped doing that about Wednesday. Right. But I think that's it for me. Yeah. Yeah, busy week. We're, we're missing Tay on this one. We'll have more for everybody next week. But um, we had our we had our friends giving me pushed back. So this this week, we yeah, all, all our plans were were kerfuffled, if you will. And and yeah, it's, and like things hockey's just starting, so things yeah. are coming up. But yeah, next week we'll, we'll be we'll be banging it out. Tay will be here, and uh, we'll see you hosers then. Yeah, just a quick one tonight. But uh, thanks for sticking with us. It was it was great to talk hockey and actually have hockey to to, to discuss and everything. But uh, yeah, if you if you enjoyed, make sure to follow, subscribe, rate us on Apple Podcasts, and follow us on all social media platforms at Hosers Panel. But uh, yeah, we're gonna get out of here for this week. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you all next week. Later, Hosers. <laughs>